Hello everyone, uh, this is Saqib. Uh, it's uh, early morning here and on the East Coast, United States, and uh, we have a guest today who is in UK. He's covering Eastbourne Tennis. It's James Peeling, and most of you uh, know him through his blogs and tennis tennis commentary. He's taken time. He's kind enough to take time out on his birthday. Uh, happy birthday, James! Uh, and thanks for doing this uh, on you know on, on this special day. And I know you've had a busy week. You were on site in Eastbourne. Welcome to Tennis with an Accent. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the birthday wishes. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. The, the, you are at the you were at the event in Eastbourne, and you've covered that event for the last few years. So that's the lead up to Wimbledon. Just uh, uh, try to uh, fill in our audiences. Uh, what's the narrative that surrounds the grass court? Is it like ideally? Uh, what Queens stand for on the men's side? I know this is a joint event, but how are the grass courts compared to Wimbledon? Is this an ideal tune-up just the week before the big show? Yes. Uh, so I've been I've been to Eastbourne now probably for I think it's the last eight years, and I've been lucky enough to cover as media for the last three years. Um, it's a great tournament. I've always I loved attending as a fan, um, and I think one of the reasons. Um, kind of tennis fans like it is because of the access that you get for players. You get to get up close to the action um, and it's become an increasingly popular event. Um, it's also very, very popular with the players. Um, I think it's a great warm-up event for Wimbledon. And we have seen in the past players who have gone deep in Eastbourne have done well at Wimbledon. Um, it does vary from from year to year, but we have, um, kind of thinking back in the past, I think the year, one of the years that um, Kvitova won, Wimbledon. I think she made the final of Eastbourne, um, her first Wimbledon title. So um, I think it's a tournament that um, a lot of the it always gets a fantastic lineup uh, on the WTA side. Uh, players such as Wozniacki who's in the final at the moment. She always seems to play Eastbourne. She's constantly asked about it in press about why she likes it. I think it's just kind of a relaxed, a nice relaxed kind of uh, preparation before kind of the. Uh, excitement of Wimbledon. It is. So you think uh, this year's field was very top-heavy, some uh, big names. Uh, Kvitova, of course, you know, withdrew after winning, I believe, a match. And then uh, there's Wozniacki, Gerber, Ostapenko. Uh, so a lot of these big names are here the week before. And a lot of times there's criticism for playing, playing a week before the major. And they said, you know, this is a, this has been usually a good uh, place for many to start in the past. Uh, so do you see any concerns for Petra Kvitova, who uh, has had a stellar year outside the majors? And she's, uh, for many people, uh, even like myself, she has to be the favorite or maybe one of the top or two or three favorites, given her recent form. Um, yeah, I, it, I was I was kind of surprised that um, Petra actually kind of played in Eastbourne. Uh, obviously, last year she won Birmingham and then pulled out of Eastbourne. Um, I wondered whether she would even play. Um, so I suppose it wasn't a great surprise when she did pull out. Uh, I believe it was a hamstring injury. Um, uh, my guess, and from everything I heard, I, th- I think it, it's precautionary. I'm, I'm not too concerned uh, for Wimbledon. Um, I'm kind of pleased to see that she actually played a match in Eastbourne. Um, she beat uh, Katerina Bondarenko in straight sets. Um, but I, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, not too concerned about the injury, hopefully, fingers crossed, for Wimbledon. Okay, so I think that can, you know, take us right into the women's draw, and that's the draw we are breaking down here with your expertise. So you can just help me, you know, connect these dots and how 
these matches will play out or some of the exciting matches that can take place. So sitting right at the top is uh, the newly crowned uh, Roland Garros champion who hasn't played since then, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Simona Halep. And uh, she's uh, reached the Wimbledon semifinal before, so she's definitely not foreign to success on the lawns at the All England Club. Uh, how does her draw overall stand out to you? And uh, you think uh, taking a good break after Roland Garros for like a few weeks, uh, is this the right approach or, or does she play in the past? I know there are like a few questions rolled in one. So what do you think of Halep's draw and preparation coming in? Yeah, no. Uh, so Halep was, um, she was due to play Eastbourne. She committed for Eastbourne, but pulled out uh, the week before with, I think it was an Achilles injury. Um, I think, I well, I think it was obviously something she needed to do. Um, I think looking at the draw, she's she's got a pretty decent draw here. So she'll open against Karumi Nara, uh, which I think is a pretty good um, first round draw. Nara's never done anything um, anything really of note on grass. Um, the first seed that Halep could play is Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova, number 30 seed. Um, Pavlyuchenkova plays uh, Shea Su Wei, which I think could be a very interesting first round match. Um, I've kind of got that tagged as an upset alert. Um, looking a little bit further into the draw, um, Halep is seeded to meet Elise Mertens in the fourth round. You've also got Johanna Conta in there as well. Um, obviously, Halep and Conta had that um, fantastic quarterfinal match at Wimbledon last year. Um, so it would be fantastic to see that again if if the draws pan out. But all in all, I think it's a good draw for Halep because having not played any competitive matches on grass, I think she is likely to be rusty. So I, I think it's a good draw to allow her time to try and kind of find her rhythm. Um, and if she can get through the first couple of matches, I think, I think, yeah, it's a, it looks a pretty decent draw to, to the last 16. And uh, let's talk about Johanna Conta. A year ago, you know, things changed quickly in life and tennis and in general. Uh, she was one of the heavy favorites or big names coming in last year's championship. A lot has not gone according to form. And uh, uh, what is the form and the narrative surrounding her arrival to the big championships? Uh, I believe she lost uh, a match this week to uh, Wozniacki. Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Conta's had a tough year. Um, I, I think she's actually done pretty well during this grass court season. Uh, so she reached the final of Nottingham, um, where she lost to Ashley Barty. thought she played well. Um, it, was a, it was a decent final. There was a bit of a dramatic moment at the end with a, a bad line call. Um, she then went into Birmingham, sat, drew Petra Kvitova first round, um, lost in straights. And then in Eastbourne, yes, she uh, lost to Bozniaki in three sets. And I think Barty, Kvitova and Bozniaki, they're all <laughs> excellent players. So I think um, all tough draws there for Conta. But I feel like her level was pretty good. And I was lucky enough in Eastbourne to actually speak to Conta um, on the Saturday. Um, and I, my general sense was... She was very positive. Um, she kind of spoke up about, um, particularly said about uh, playing Petra, how how well Petra's playing at the moment and how it was just a really tough draw. But she seemed to, particularly through Nottingham, be happy with how her level was progressing and how she was improving with each match. So um, I think I think, I think think Outlook is, is positive for Conta. She's got uh, Vikili Anceva in the first round, which... A tough match. Vicky is a very, very strong player. She's got beautiful ground strokes. But um, I wouldn't say, I don't think she has that much experience on the grass. Her form 
has been kind of so-so. Um, so I would expect Conte to come through, but not an easy first-round match. Uh, you know, we'll also put you on the spot here to keep making predictions of the draw goes. So is Conte uh, and Elise Merton, if that match happens, uh, you think Conte can come through and uh, face Simona Halep in the round of 16? Uh, are you going to make that pick or you see some upset preventing that from happening? So I've spent my morning uh, kind of going through my draw. I love to sort of just kind of uh, fill out a draw for the slams. So top half, I'm kind of feeling quite not confident, but um, um, kind of uh, not too indecisive. So I have, I've got Halep and Conta into the fourth round. Yeah. And and just one more opinion on Conta. I know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, for for the women, the All England Club doesn't have a seeding formula or do they? Um. Seeding formula? No, I think obviously there was the with Serena this year, but no, normally they only do the seeding formula for the men's. Okay, and yeah, I knew that. Just needed the confirmation. So yes. if they did, I know it's hypothetical. You think uh, you know Conta's definitely played good on grass, uh, and she had her you know issues uh, on the red clay. But if there was a seeding formula, if you were to pick your you know top ten grass court players in the world, is she still in the mix? Good question. <laughs> um. Yes, I think she's in. I, I think she's in the mix. Yeah, I do. I think she. I think her game does suit grass. No, because you, you are the expert here. I'm just, uh, you know, because I see she has the game. I think she can rise to the occasion and you know beat Halep here. And uh, because last year I, I picked her doing the whole thing in my in my bracket challenge. So okay. um, it was more like you know I, I wanted to get to your take how she's playing and I think she has to be super motivated uh, because you know things. Uh, even in the past, when I was following tennis, there's so many players who didn't do well on clay, and the sight of grass, you know, would trigger a whole set of belief and different results, uh, both in men and the women's side. And I believe she's one of those players who can really uh, look forward, you know, to the grass season. And like you said, she already did a final, and she lost to Petra, who's probably the hardest player coming in in form wise. So yeah, uh, so you think that match will happen then uh, in round of sixteen? Yeah, you you never know. Like doing one of these draws, it. Anything could happen, but yeah, I, I, I think she can do it. That's the beauty of this. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And, and that's why people will tune in the moment your name comes out. And I think hopefully there's more mileage in the podcast. And, you know, it's all about predictions. And uh, this is the game fans, you know, with anticipation are excited because the show starts on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's, uh, let's look further ahead. Then uh, is uh, Elena Ostapenka, who lost her French crown and probably is more relieved because a lot of time when you win a major... The whole year leading to the defense. Uh, now I think she can breathe. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit less pressure. I don't follow her that much, but uh, she definitely seems like a player who, who whose game should uh, lend herself to a good grass court performance. And I believe she reached a quarterfinal this week. And uh, uh, did you get a chance to watch any of her matches live? And if you did, what do you think of her level coming in? Um, yes, yeah, so Ostapenko, um, yes, she made quarters. Um, was it quarters? Yeah, she played um, uh, Agnieszka Radvanska. Um, I got to watch her third round match against Mihaila Buzanescu, um, which I was really excited for because they um, kind of um, both got exciting games. Um, sadly, I think Buzanescu was carrying a shoulder injury, but I thought that Ostapenko played well. Um, I was lucky enough to sit in one of her press conferences where she was asked kind of how she feels about the grass. And I think, I think um, she's, she seemed positive about it and that it kind of um, accentuates her strengths. 
Um, she did struggle against Redvansky. It's not a match I was able to watch, sadly. I was at work. But um, I caught the last... I caught the last few games and she seemed to be quite, uh, it was quite wild, her hitting. So I, I still think um, she hasn't got a great deal of experience on grass, but I think it is, it's good for her. And she made um, courses of Wimbledon last year. Um, looking at her draw, I think she starts against the Brit, Katie Dunn, and then could play either Heather Watson or Kirsten Flipkins. Flipkins could be one to watch out for. Um, she made the final in, uh, Nether- in the Netherlands as a Tockenbosch. And she's also just won an ITF title uh, in South Sea. So I think if Osterpenko were to play Flipkin second round, that could be a tricky start for her. Okay, good to know. So there's a potential uh, you know, potential good match looming there. And there's another player that interests mm-hmm. me is also living in this section, uh, Maria Sakari. I got a chance to speak with her in Miami. And I believe there's a lot of potential there. And uh, I'm not, not sure what you've seen of her grass code credential. And uh, you think she's a threat in this little section that also has a former champ, Maria Sharapova, which could be a second match if they both do come through in the first match. Yes, um, I'm really warming to Sakari this year. Um, I've got to watch a few of her matches. And I actually saw her first round match in Eastbourne uh, where she played Svetlana Kuznetsova. Um, she lost in three sets. It was it was a well-contested match. Um, her forehand just kind of let her down uh, let her down at the end. Um, I'm not sure. I couldn't quite uh, decide whether her game is kind of suited for the grass. I can see that it's really suited for clay. I'm not sure about the grass. Um, I, I think she made third round of Wimbledon last year. I think she played Conta. So um, I'm, yeah, kind of undecided, but I think she's got a lot of potential. I love her attitude on court. Um, and... It's an interesting draw um, where she could play Sharapova over second round. And actually, they they just played in um, an exhibition event um, in Hurling, Hurlingham Club. And Zakari did win that in straights. So I don't think you can read too much into exhibitions. Um, but still, I, I think if that happened, it would be an interesting match. And I've had a go at doing a draw and I have actually put Zakari to the third round. I'm... I'm a little bit unsteady about that, but I think I think it would be a very interesting match if that were to happen. And, and, and before I ask you to make uh, the call here in prediction, uh, what's the storyline that's uh, following Maria Sharapova in the British press? And uh, usually she's a big draw, and I, I don't expect much to change, but she's returning after missing the last year for you know well-known reasons when she was suspended. Uh, so... And and just you know, give us your take on uh, you know the seating that's been granted to her, and then uh, uh, w- what can we expect from uh, her this you know this fortnight, and uh, will she make the second week? There's some of the questions you know that'll that'll follow her, I believe. So I want your take. Yeah, interesting questions about Sharapova. I thought she had a really good clay court season. Um, really struggled kind of early on in the year, and I felt like people were already writing her off. But she had a good clay court season. Um, she is one of those players, I feel, who kind of can come into a tournament cold and actually kind of work her way in. Um, I'm not sure about grass. I, I know, obviously, she won her, her first slam at Wimbledon. Um, but over the years, I, I feel, obviously, she's become quite accustomed to playing on clay. And I feel like the tie, the kind of um, clay allows her to set up a bit more. And I feel not sure about grass. Um she was down to play Birmingham and I she pulled out and I'm not sure if there was I think it was kind of that she felt that she just needed to rest. I'm not sure there was like a specific injury. Um so 
I'm really, I'm really not sure about Sharapova. Um, I think, I think it's a, a pretty tough draw. I would, I would love to see Sharapova Ostapenko in the third round. Um, they played against each other in Rome earlier this year, and it was, it was a fascinating um, clash. If you like hard, hard hitting tennis, then it was, it, it's a match up for you. Um, but um, I'm not sure uh, if I'm going to be honest. I really don't know. Um, It'll be very interesting. I think her first round match against Diachenko, I think that's a, a good start. But um, there's some tough players in her section. So whether she makes a second week, I'm I'm not convinced, to be honest. Okay, so let's let's go easy here. So out of this group of eight, starting from Ostapenko to Sharapova, the other seeds, uh, who's coming out of this uh, little section here of eight? Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna look stupid, but I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for Flipkins. Flipkins, oh, that's that's really bold, and that. No, that gonna, I I already know. I've said Flipkins. I'm going to look stupid, but <laughs> that's the fun of doing this. So I'll go with Flipkins. No, I, mean, I, I only mean bold in, as in terms of exciting, because you know we always look and upsets happen when you're going through the bracket. Mm-hmm. You really need to count on a player, and then if the player does come through, yeah, that 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 can look like a genius pick. But yeah, no, that's that's I think that's a fair call because <laughs> never happened. Uh, Never happens. <laughs> it works in other ways too, yeah. So, all right. So let's put Flipkins there, and then uh, let's look at the next little section of eight, where Dasha Gavrilova is at the top, and Petra Kvitova is the eighth seed. Uh, do you see that matchup materializing, or is there someone like Stozer or Armentier or Townsend? Can can anyone uh, disrupt this uh, this match from happening on a, on a Friday or Saturday, whenever this is going to be scheduled? Um, yes, actually, the the player that I had through to the third round is uh, one of the only few you didn't mention in this draw, which was actually uh, Peng Shui, a uh, Chinese player. She's had a lot of injuries lately. She's been struggling with her knee, but she's a good, solid grass court player. And she did play in Eastbourne, where she took a set off Buzanescu. So I think that she could be one to watch out for in this section. Interesting early match against Stosa. She doesn't have a great record, but Stosa... Not really suited to grass. She did have a good result in Mallorca. I believe she made the semis. Um, but I think that's that's a bit of a 50-50 pun against Stosa. Um, Dara Gavrilova, um, she had a really tough loss in Eastbourne. Um, she lost to Agnieszka Radvinska. Uh, she had two match points. She double faulted, I think, on both of them. And then, sadly, lost the third, third set in a bagel. So I think that is a tough. that was a tough loss for Gavrilova. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how she gets on in her first match, whether she can kind of move through that disappointment and and, and kind of build on. So I think um, I definitely put her as an upset alert. I think she's decent on grass, but um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how she responds after that loss. Okay, so if we're going to fill the bracket, uh, we've spoken about Petra, you know, just right to the top of the show. So she's uh, still, I believe, uh, uh, the player to beat here and. And who's coming? Uh, do you think she's coming out of this uh, section a little late, just for, for a confirmation? Sorry, can you just say that again? Uh, Pet- Petra Kvitova uh, is, you know, one of the favorites as we spoke on the top of the show. And in her little section of eight, you, are you going to pick her to advance to the round of sixteen, where uh, she could play Mertens or Flipkins? Yes, um, I, I think I would pick Petra. Um, I am kind of slightly wary. The thing with Petra, you just never know about the first week. And I feel it's kind of with every player, it's all about getting through that first week, but particularly for Petra. I think if she gets through the first week, then I'd feel kind of more confident like about her moving forward. Um, last year, she lost in the second round, I think, to Madison Brengel. 
Um, so, yeah, the draw on paper looks reasonable. She's got Sasnovich first round. Uh, I believe they've never played before. Sasnovich hasn't won on grass yet this year. Um, so she's a good player, but I'm not sure about on grass. Um, and then pe- uh, potentially Taylor Townsend or Pauline Parmentier. Um, I think it's a fair draw. Um, and I-, I feel like if Petra kind of makes the second week, if she makes the quarterfinals, then she's good to go. But I think it's kind of just getting there, whether she kind of just has a tough match somewhere and whether she can kind of kind of get through it. So um I can definitely the favourite. Um I can see why she's the favourite. But I'm all, I'm always a little bit wary with Petra. You just you just never know. No, true. And uh, and my colleague Matt Zemek, he has uh, you know he believes one of those theories that you know Petra Kabitova will struggle as if the conditions are hard and I think it looks like it's gonna be first week. Uh, what's what's the weather forecast and, and, and do you buy uh into that notion that if the weather is hot, you know, Kuitova is going to uh, is likely to struggle. Uh, the weather forecast looks fantastic. I have no idea what's going on in this country at the moment. We've had some fantastic weather the last month. Uh, it looks set fair for the next week, kind of mid to high 20s, I believe. Um, I know Petra doesn't like the heat. Um, it's tough to say. I, 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 think she, I think there are kind of hotter conditions uh on tour and i, I don't humidities are also an issue with petra i'm um, not quite sure about the humidity it's never too humid here. it's it's i i think she, I, I hope she'll be okay with the weather I, i'm not too concerned at this moment okay so we have uh, finished the first quarter uh so who are your quarter finalists uh we had hala versus the uh conta and then we had flipkins and uh who's flipkins playing in the round of 16 kvitova or uh, hey, Kavita, yeah. Okay, so who are your quarter finalists? So I was really struggling between Halep and Conta. Um, I'm going to go for Conta against Kavita. Uh, I would have gone the same too. I think yeah, we agree there. But, okay. Yeah. All right, so let's, that brings us to the defending champion. Uh, the Wimbledon champion is the third seed. Uh, she opened against Naomi uh, Brody in the first round. Uh, uh, What's the hype surrounding her? Because uh, Wimbledon champion is a big deal everywhere in the world, but definitely, you know, this time of the year in the UK. Um, uh, what What is the media rounds doing for Magarutha? And it's uh, because last year also nobody saw that saw that form coming. So, is she one of the top favorites for you? Let's start today. Um, I think it's been quite quiet around Magarutha. She lost uh, earlyish in Birmingham. Um, she lost to Barbora Streetsheva. Um, in her second round match, I believe. Uh, she beat uh, Pavlichenko for the first round. She actually lost, she had a bad loss to Street in Eastbourne last year, uh, where she won a game. But she did then go on and win Wimbledon. So um, uh, it's not necessarily a bad omen. But um, yeah, I think with Muguruza, whatever her form is coming into a slam, you can never write her off. She has this ability to just turn it on for the slams, as she proved at the French. She hadn't looked particularly impressive on the clay before the French. And then First match against Kuznetsova, she just looked fantastic. It's just that intensity. And I think with Muguruza, I think she's at her best when she's using her serve and she's coming forward, she's taking the ball kind of to, at the net. And she has had, she does have issues sometimes with volleying and kind of making errors. But I think when she won her Wimbledon title last year, it was when she was being aggressive, she was coming forward. Um, I think you can sometimes tell quite early on with Muguruza whether she's kind of, whether she's got that intensity um, so, 
Yeah, I, it's difficult to say. I think we'll, we'll know more once we see her play, but I think she is always a contender at a slam, whatever, whatever her form. Yeah, agreed. So what, what do you make of uh, her section of little, uh, you know, the, those eight players here uh, leading up to a potential date with Anetka Kontaveit in, in the round of 32? Do you see that happening or is there anyone planted in there who who can, you know, cause an upset? Uh, just walk us through that one. Yes, um, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty decent start on paper for Magarutha. Brody first round, uh, and then Van Utvank or Herzog. Um, I don't see any any dangers there in those first two round first two matches, uh, and then obviously Contivate potentially in the third round. Um, not really sure what's happening with Contivate at the moment. She was fantastic on the clay. Um, Towards the end of her run in the French Open, there were rumours that she'd split with her coach, um, Glenn Schapp, I believe. Um, probably pronounced that wrong. but <laughs> um, And she had a really bizarre performance against Sloane Stephens. Um, something just didn't look right. And she hasn't won any... She's, I think she's lost both her, her matches on grass. So I'm not quite sure where she is kind of heading into this tournament. So... To be honest, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be surprised if she's upset early. So she's got Denisa um, alert of her first round, who is a, a big hitter. Um, so it's a dangerous matchup. So I'd love to see Muguruza against Contevay. Uh They had a fantastic match at the French Open last year, but I'm not sure we're going to see it. We'll, we'll we'll have to see with that one. Uh, but it's fair to say, or fair to assume, uh, looking at this uh, uh, this section, that Muguruza uh, is a player who will come through. Uh, to the round of 16. Yes, I, I have Maguruta coming through to the last 16. Yeah. All right, so that'll, uh, now we look at who are we going to pair her with in the round of 16. And uh, that's the section where the talented uh, Kasakina is there and then uh, Ash Barty. She's one of my dark horses. So uh, what do you make of her chances in, in this section? Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I am, I am high on Barty. She is... I think that she has a fantastic game for the grass. Um, big serve, first serve, but also the second serve. Her second serve has been fantastic this year. Um, and also on grass, her slice is so effective. Um, I watched her match against Kristina Mladenovic um, in Eastbourne. Um, she won in straight sets. First set, not so great, but the second set, um, she was really using the slice. And it's kind of, it's a bit of a slow burner. So... She just keeps slicing and eventually it kind of, I've seen it take time, but eventually it breaks down her opponent. Um, she won Nottingham, um, made the quarters in Eastbourne. Uh, she lost in straight sets to Wozniacki. Uh, didn't get to watch that one, but I think watching on the scoreboard, it felt closer than it was. But um, I feel like it's kind of a tough matchup for Barty. She struggled against Vitalina in the past. So I think kind of playing counter punches is, is tricky, but I am... Barty is my dark horse in this draw. I really like her on grass. It's a tough draw, but I, I, I think she's got a fab game for this surface. So are we leaning towards a Barty Magaruta uh, round of sixteen? Um, so yeah, so Barty she's got Vergli first round. Um, she could play Eugenie Bouchard in the second round, which would be interesting. I would I would favour Barty, um, and then obviously we could get Barty against Kazak in the third round, which. Would be amazing. Um, I am personally very fond of these two players. Uh, they've never played before, I believe, on the WTA Tour. So that would be a really fantastic match to watch. I think they've both got really exciting, different games. 
Um, on the grass, I would favour Barty. Um, I was lucky enough to speak to Kazakna in Eastbourne. Um, she's she's not had many matches on grass. I still feel like she's building her experience. She had a good run in Eastbourne, made the quarters. Um, but I would favour Barty in that matchup on grass. Just uh, you know, to deviate a little bit off topic. So how's Kazakina? I mean, from from TV and whatever I've seen, the talent is obviously there, and she seems like an added dimension in terms of personality for the for the tour. What's your take on her? I mean, a future superstar, uh, good with the press overall package. Definitely, I, I am a little bit biased. I'm, re- I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Dasha. Um, I really, I like her personality. Of course, she seems quite chilled. She's, or she was laughing a lot in, um, in the press conference. Um, I love her game as well. It's different. Um, I feel like she's, yeah, she's really progressing this year. Um, there's still a long way to go. I still feel that she, kind of, is still kind of building her confidence. Um, I've seen a lot. Um, well, I, I'd love her to be a bit more aggressive. And I think it's, she's still quite new on the tour. And I think that that will come with time. Um, she, she kind of, I can, I see her back off a lot. Um, and I feel like she kind of lacks confidence sometimes, but I feel like, yeah, she's definitely got potential, um, particularly on the clay. She's done, had some great results on the hard courts. Grass, um, I actually, I asked her in press about what is her relationship with Grass and she sort of looked at me very strangely when I said, she was like, relation? Um, But um, yeah, she kind of said that she's, she's been practicing well on Grass and she, I I think she's fond of it, but it hasn't kind of translated yet for her in the matches. Um, And she's played very little on Grass. Um, I think... um, I was writing about her early in the week. I think she she's only, she's only won like five, six matches, I think, on grass in her whole career. So, um, so I yeah, I still feel, I'm not sure about her on grass yet. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 sold on Dasha. I think just need to be patient. But I think I think yeah. All right, no, I need to stay focused because I know we can talk about this all day, and you have a tight timeline, so I won't. You know, I'll I'll try to drive this faster. Uh, so sorry for the distractions, but that was yeah, because I'm a fan too. So that was a personal question. You know, because I see a lot of potential there myself. So are we putting Barty versus Magaruta for the round of 16? Yes. Okay, that's a I think a fair shout. Uh, okay, so let's uh, wrap the final section on the top half where Angie Kerber is there, and she's playing a veteran in the first rounds, Vanareva, and. Uh, this is also an interesting little section here with Naomi Osaka as a potential third round. So let's do a quick analysis of this one. So uh, who's who's standing uh, when you know this section is done? Who who's the player that comes out through? Um, uh, tricky one. I have got Kerber and Osaka to the third round. Interesting first round match for Kerber. That's uh, against Volareva, both um, former finalists. Um, I thought Kerber looked pretty good in Eastbourne. Um, she did. She had match point. A match point against Wozniacki in the quarters. Um, um, quarters, sorry. Semi-finals. Um, didn't take it. But, um, yeah, wondering kind of mentally where she is. But I think her levels look good. Um, I would have Kerber coming through. Osaka, you never know. And I think that she could be really good on grass. A little bit like Kazakina. I still feel like um, she needs to build her experience. And she also had an abdominal injury, which forced her out of Birmingham. So I think for that reason, I would probably, I think Kerber is probably the safest pick to the fourth round. But definitely keep an eye on Osaka. I think definitely if she's fit, then that could be a fantastic third round match. 
Uh, sure. So are we leaning towards the, the German veteran then? That's... Yes, so I'm going to Kerber. And wrapping this up is a Carolyn Garcia at the bottom, and then we have a Carla Suarez Navarro, who's a perennial, uh, you know, you know, not spoiler, but you know, she's 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 been there for a while, and uh, she she can play on most surfaces. So how do you see this one unfolding? And I know Timmy Abyshinsky has just withdrawn this morning. Uh, uh, so does that impact if she was coming in? Uh, what's your quick wrap on yeah. this uh, little section and who's going to be playing uh, Kerber in the round of 16? Uh, yeah, firstly, really sad about Tamaya. She's actually one of my favourite players. Um, she's been struggling with injuries for the whole year and I was really surprised to see her name in the draw, actually. Um, so that's not... It's sad, but it's kind of not unexpected. Um, so this section, Suarez Navarro has got Karina Vitter for the first round. I think that could be a dangerous match, actually. Carla's not not had a great, not looked great on grass. I don't think she's won a match on grass during the warm-up event. She lost to Danielle Collins in Eastbourne. Vitterft has has done really well at the slams, actually. Um, she's made quite a lot of third rounds and kind of upset seeds kind of in the range that Suarez Navarro is. So although Vitterft has not really, don't think she's really bringing much form in, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was an upset. Um, then Caroline Garcia has got Belinda Bencic. Um, that's a, an exciting first round match. Bencic too has really struggled with injuries. Um, she's really good on the grass. Uh, definitely likes the grass. I'm just not sure about um, kind of match fitness and whether she's healthy. So I would have Garcia there. Um, two, actually, two names to watch out for here. Alison Risk loves the grass, and her form has been has been really good. Uh, she beat Kerber in Mallorca, and also Kaya Kanepi as well has looked has looked good. Um, she is a former former Wimbledon quarterfinalist. So I've actually got Kanepi Risk in the third round, and I've got Alison Risk coming through to the fourth round. Yeah, so Alison Risk is in the fourth round. That's a, it's a bold move, and that's a, yeah, that's <laughs> we, we follow that. That's kind of adds the intrigue. So who will she play? Is it Kerber or Saka for a place in the? Quarterfinals. Kerber Risk, fourth round. Kerber Risk, fourth round? Okay. And uh, you want to place your quarterfinals as well? Oh, let's go for it. So, uh, my quarterfinal is Barty Kerber. And Kerber, I believe, has played a Wimbledon semi final before, if I'm not mistaken. So, she definitely knows where the lawns, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she reached the final actually a few years ago when she played uh, Serena Williams. Right. Right, so, we have Barty Kerber. So, the defending champion loses to Barty and. Kerber will have another go in the second week. And Ash Party, my dark horse, makes it. So, yeah, this is looking good, even you know, I'm, even though I'm taking the safe path. But, yeah, uh, this, is, this is an interesting, it's an interesting <laughs> lineup. Uh, let's uh, drive the second half a little quicker because we already have covered a lot of uh, your time, taking a lot of your time. And that brings us to Karolina Pliskova. And Victoria Azarenka is living there. This, if they both win a match, they could play next. And... Uh, and then there's a Pudanescu who's been, you know, uh, a player who's found some momentum and, uh, and Sabalenka who's playing this final right now. So this is kind of a very loaded section to me. Definitely. Um, yeah, this is, this is a, a fun section of the draw. Um, so, yeah, so as you said, Pliskova azarenka possible second round match. Um, I'd expect it to happen. I, I, I would have both. Of, so Pliskova plays Harriet Dart, a uh, British wildcard. Dart actually beat Christina Pliskova in Eastbourne. But I, I wouldn't see any 
to be honest, I think Carolina would would win that one. And then you've got Azarenka against Alexandrova uh, again. Uh, Azarenka's not not looked fantastic. I think um, on the grass she played. She won a match in Mallorca and then lost to Shafarsheva. Um I, I think I think and hope we'll see Pliskova Azarenka in the second round. Um, and then Zabalenka against Brzezinescu. Um, arguably, uh, what I, for me, it's the best first round match, I think. The one that I'm most excited about. Uh, Zabalenka is currently playing the Eastbourne final. Um, I think I saw Wozniacki took the first set, but I must say Zabalenka was looking fantastic earlier on. She was striking the ball so well. Yeah. Um, but Brzezinescu also has looked great. Um, there's always one first round matchup that I just cannot make my mind up with. And I, I think it's this one. I, I really think it could go either way. They've both looked fantastic. And also Buzanescu's still in Eastbourne. Uh, she's in the doubles uh, final a bit later today. Um, would you like me to make a pick for this top section? Absolutely. You made a drill now, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have really struggled here. Uh, I have no confidence, but I will, I'm will. i going to go for Azarenka-Zabalenka third round. Okay, and who's winning that one? So who, who are we placing in the round of 16? So I've got Azarenka. I'm... Not been convinced by her form, but yeah, it's Azarenka. I think she can do it. She did. She played really well at Wimbledon last year. Um, I'm going to go with Azarenka. All right, so Victoria Azarenka to the round of 16, and let's see uh, who James thinks would be standing there across the net. So we have Kiki Burtons, who was uh, one of my you know second tier favorites for Roland Garros. Didn't quite pan out for her. Uh, she lives in the section with Venus Williams in the other seat, uh, and. Uh, the other Prishkova twin is here. So, to me, this doesn't seem as loaded, I think, uh, as the other uh, section. But correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is it easy to navigate through this one? Or is it still, uh, there's still a lot of good matches uh, for you here? Yes, I agree. This section doesn't quite seem as loaded. Um, I think it's uh, it's a good draw for Venus. Um, I have to be honest, when I was looking at, kind of, when I first saw the draw, I kind of thought, kind of, where am I going to have Venus out? But I think it's a really good section. And, she is one of the best. Well, she's a champ, but she's always one of the best at coming in cold to a tournament. For example, last year, where she, they, I think, I think she played Eastbourne one year, but never normally plays any warm-up tournaments. She just, she can just start so strong. So I think it's a good draw for Venus. Um, if there is, there is likely to be some rust just to kind of work her way into the tournament. Um, Kiki Burton's had a tough loss against Buzanescu in Eastbourne. Um, I believe she was six three five two up and lost in three sets, so I th- could be a tough one to kind of get get over. And I'm I'm not convinced about her on grass. I feel like her game could work on grass, but um, I'm not sure if she's convinced that it works on grass, kind of thing. So um, not sure. Uh, I've actually gone for Anna Blinkova to make the third round to play Venus. I think I'm. I could see Burton's getting upset somewhere in that section of the draw. And then uh, we have uh, Blinkova Williams. Uh, where are we leaning for in, in that match? I'd have Venus coming through to the last six. Right, so that'll be a blockbuster clash, Venus Azarenka. If it happens, that would <laughs> that would be fantastic. And just take a quick minute here. I know you uh, you follow WTA clearly and uh, more. And the, the ATP side. So, and Wimbledon always draws this criticism. And I had Richard Evans, who's you know pretty much a tennis historian, and he says this club works a little differently than you know most tennis uh, venues. And the demand is triggered. Who gets to play on the court by TV plus members? And there's a lot of different things that come into play. But look at some of these draws. It's it's very unlikely. A lot of these women uh, won't see the center court if 
if there's an upset, someone may not see the center court till semis. So how do you see, do you see any, any of that changing anytime soon? Because the men would get more exposure to the big courts. Do you see that changing anytime? Um, I don't know. It really did. It's always kind of been mentioned, but last year it really did kind of get some media attention, particularly on Manic Monday where um, Kerber against Muguruza and Azarenka Hallett were out on court too. I would like to see more women's matches on the top courts. I'm not sure if we're going to see it soon. I don't know. I hope so. Um, I must say, I, I, this is there's so much strength and depth kind of in the women's draw. So it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what they do this year. I do think um, we might. I'm not sure about centre court, but I think number one court will sit. I wouldn't be surprised to see more of kind of two and one in favour of the women. I think we might see maybe. More women's matches on number one court. It'll be it'll be great to see more women's matches on centre court. But uh, sure, yeah. we'll, we'll have to we wait and see. To, uh, we can discuss that as a panel, and maybe I'll invite you. And if you have the time again, we can you know bring this when the season's not during a slam. So this is a topic that's that you know that can have different views, and uh, rightfully so. I mean, I think we both agree that this field is loaded, and it's a, it's a pity that some of mm-hmm. them won't get to see the big code till they really advance to the business end. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's look at Gerges now, who's the 13th seed. She had a great start to the year, and she's playing some uh, decent tennis, correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, she's here with Strykova as the two seeds. Uh, is anyone disrupting this flow of number 13 meeting number 23? Uh, who, Babush is there. Not sure if she is a, you know, is a great grass court player. Uh, veteran Kuznetsova is there. Uh, just walk us through this one quickly and who, who comes out of this section of eight. Um, yeah, so Gerges starts against Monica Pui, um, who has been injured of late, um, always a dangerous opponent. Can Never quite know. I, I'd, I'd go Gerges. Um, and then Streetshiver has Kuznetsova first round. That's a really interesting first round match. Um, Kuznetsova has kind of still been coming back from um, she had surgery on her wrist. Um Still kind of coming back. Once She's had some good results on the grass, um, but I, I would favour street to, street to vote in that one. And I have gone for Gerges Street for third round. Okay, and uh, who wins that one to advance to a round of 16? Um, I've actually gone for Street Shiver in this one. Um, I think Street has got a great game for the grass. I think she's probably a bit more comfortable on grass than Gerges. Gerges definitely kind of has the bigger weapons, um, but I think Street has she's got a lot of variety, um, and I think she can kind of mix it up. She likes coming forward to the net. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to go for Street Shiver in that one. Okay, so Street Shiver is in the round of 16. And let's look quickly at the next section. Here's uh, a player I think uh, many of us follow, at least I follow a lot, Andrea Petkovic. He was able to turn the clock back a couple of times at majors this year, but uh, was not able to build momentum. Uh, she's definitely a player, always fun to follow. Do you think she has one more upset in her or will... Uh, how's the first round against Zhang? Uh, how's that uh, standing out for you? I do, actually. I do. Petkovic has never done great on grass, but I think that that's a good first round match for her. I don't think uh, Zhang Shui's not done much on... I don't think she's won on grass this year. Um, I was kind of surprised to see her as a seed, actually. Um, but I, th- I think that's... Um, I don't think either of them are great on grass. I, I, th- I think it's an upset alert. I think Petkovic has got a shot. And uh, Strong Stevens is here, the US Open champion, Roland Garros uh, finalist, now number four in the world. So uh, is this her section to lose? Is she the player to beat here? Definitely the favourite. Um, yeah, never. 
I, I think it's difficult with Stevens having not played on grass. Um, competitive match on grass this year since the French Open final. She's got a tough first round match against um, Donna Vekic. Um, Vekic is very comfortable on the grass. Um, I think that's a tough match. I, I would put Stevens through, but I'm actually... So this is... I, I have a kind of very random pick here, but I quite like Victoria Kuzmova, um, who um, plays Rebecca Peterson first round. Winner of that will play Stevens Vekic. Uh, Kuzmova's kind of an up-and-coming player. Um, it's got a huge game. Um Hasn't had any, I don't think she's kind of had any big wins. She she took a set off Venus at the US Open last year. But I've I've actually got Kosmova beating Stevens as my completely wild pick. Um just because I'm just not quite sure about Stevens having not played any warm-up events. She could easily stroll through the section. Uh she looked absolutely fantastic at the French. Um, but just as a kind of wild pick, I have actually got Kosmova over Stevens. Which we'll get to. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. So who's who's coming out? Who's who's winning this section and advancing to the fourth round to play Strikova? Um. So I, <laughs> I've actually gone for Kuzmova. I've got Street of a Kuzmova fourth round. Everyone, <laughs> you can find your quarterfinals. This, this is a pretty interesting section: Azarenka and Venus to Rutrins, and then Strikova and uh, Kuzmova. Who's who are the quarterfinalists? So I've gone from Venus and Street Shiver in the quarterfinals. Uh, we are getting closer to the end uh, as we have one last section to discuss. I know we're getting closer to the hour mark, but this is a major. So thanks for sticking <laughs> around, James. And uh, Alina Svitolina, again, you know, the more we talk about, you know, th- this is well-documented, really great outside the majors, a lot of potential. Uh, is this the tournament? Is, does Grass even suit her game? Just walk us through this one. Uh, and what can we expect uh, of her? And then there's a potential clash with, you know, uh, Serena Williams, who's uh, seated 20, 25 for this tournament. And uh, let's talk about uh, these two players, Svitolina first. Yes, so Svitolina, um, I think she made the fourth round of Wimbledon last year. Never, not really been convinced about her on grass. She, I don't think she's had a lot of exposure on grass. She made the quarters um, of Birmingham beforehand, lost again, second loss to Bozanescu. Um, I think it's a tough draw for Svitolina. Even Tatiana Maria in the first round. Uh, Maria won the Mallorca tournament. That was her first WTA uh, title. Um, That's a tough match. Maria really, really likes the slice. That'll be a a tricky opener for Svitolina. Uh, And then plays Schmedlova or Mladenovic. Uh, Mladenovic has got plenty of variety. I don't really feel like... She's playing that well this year. So I would expect Vitalina to come through, but not an easy draw there. And then obviously Serena, um, I think she's got a good good first two rounds. I think overall the whole section, this is this quarter was is the toughest one for me to kind of make any predictions. And to be honest, my draw is still actually a bit empty. So I'm going to have to make a few snap decisions here. Um, so Serena plays around Rouge first round. I think it's... A good start, and then we'll play Schmitkova or Tomova. Um, I'd expect Serena come, to come through. It's always it's difficult. Um, I thought she, I was very impressed with how she played at the French. I thought she looked fantastic. Uh, her serve was great. Um, just never know, kind of, um, with the injury that she had at the French, how she's feeling. Uh, obviously, not played any competitive matches. Um, I definitely, I'd give her the benefit of the doubt. I'd have her 
coming through to play Svitolina in the third round. Okay, no, no, that's that's a that's a well earned benefit out. There's there's really no one like Serena Williams who you know who can turn a switch on, and I know uh, we all know exactly. like uh, what, you know what the trajectory has been. She's coming back and at French Open she really didn't lose. She withdrew so uh, because of an injury. Uh, and Svitolina Williams mm-hmm. that that definitely will deserve center court if it happens. Then who's uh, who's your winner in that one? Um, yeah, I've got Serena. Um, Zvitalina, sometimes I remember in the past, where she, she's played matches where people have written her off. Actually, the first round of Wimbledon last year, she played Barty and everyone, including myself, was going for Barty and she, she came she came on and, and won, a, uh, won in straight. So, um, yeah, you never know with Zvitalina. She has been to Serena before, but I think I'd have to go for Serena on grass uh, with that serve. No, that that's always a fair shout because Serena is, uh, you know, on these lawns she's she's such a force and and her record speak for herself. So the less we talk, you know, we, we really can't say anything new about you know her how legendary she is. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting if Serena, you know, keeps advancing. That'll add to the intrigue, and uh, and then we can maybe talk about her ranking uh, later on when we wrap the thing. Uh, then uh, let's move on for Rebarakova. She's a 19th seed, and then Madison Keys. Uh, and this is a player, in my opinion, who should have done already really well at Wimbledon. Uh, do you think anything can change this year? Uh, what's her record like and uh, and the form she's bringing to the tournament? Madison Keys? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Keys has always spoken up about grass. She, I think she loves playing on grass. She hasn't played any warm-up tournaments, which I'm a little bit concerned about. Uh, she pulled out of Birmingham. I think it was an abdominal injury that she picked up at the French. And I also kind of thought that she might take a wild card into Eastbourne, which she didn't. So I've, I've heard very little. So maybe I, I've missed something there. But So I'm a little bit unsure about how she is kind of health-wise. Uh, draw-wise, she plays Isla Tomoyanovic first round. Um, could be a tricky first first match. Not easy. Um, and then there's also Bernarda Pera and Luxika Kumkum. Um, I'd have Keys coming through. She's she's really managed to raise her level at the slams um, of late. Um, I think she's made quarters of the last three slams, I believe. So um, I would have Keys coming through, despite kind of kind of no data points on grass to go for for, for this year. But um, she has made the quarters before, and I know that she likes grass. So, um, and I've also, I've got Rabarakova coming through as well. Interesting first match against Serana Castella. Um, Castella's a really a great competitor. Um, Rabarakova loves the grass, got a gorgeous game. Um, I'd have Rabarakova through, but I think, I think that's a tough first-round match. And we are wrapping things up here, uh... Are we looking at uh, Madison Keys, Serena, around 16, or are we looking at Serena, Rebarakova? Yeah, I've gone for Serena and Madison fourth round. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel, I think, as I've said, this is the hardest quarter because particularly with these two, there's just, there's just no data on grass this year. So, um, yeah, I'll go for Serena Madison, but I'm, uh, I'm wary. <laughs> That's, no, that, that, that'll definitely be a match to look forward to if that does actually happen and uh let's quickly look at coco mandeve as a 16 seed and wrapping the draw here we are inching closer uh, to the bottom player which is Karen wasniaki but is uh, sevastova and uh in this section this little section of eight uh, who's advancing to the round of uh, um, this is an interesting section um i think the two seeds van der and sevastova they both got pretty tricky first round matches van der has katarina siniakova um yeah, she's a great player. I always kind of worry about her mentally. She really, um, she does struggle to kind of um, 
keep everything contained. She's uh, she's an emotional character, but she's got a great game. Um, t- tough match. Um, Coco obviously loves the grass, but she hasn't looked fantastic in um, her warm-up tournaments. I think she got ill in the Netherlands, so um, not sure that I would have Coco through based on kind of her grass court pedigree. Um, Sevastava opens against Camilla Georgie. I think that's a really tough match. Georgie hasn't, her form hasn't been fantastic um, on the grass this year, but she, she, I think she likes playing on grass. I think that's a dangerous match. I would probably go for Georgie in that one. Um, I'd also mention you've got Ons Jabor. Um, she, she got a wild card. Um, I think she won, she won the ITF tournament in Manchester, which, um, so she's one to watch out for. And also Alexander, uh, Alexandra Krunik. Um, she won the tournament in the Netherlands as well. Um, another one to watch. Uh, so tricky one here. I've got uh, Van der Wijn Krunik in the third round. And then who's coming out to the round of 16? Because we... uh, This was a difficult one. <laughs> I've got Coco at the moment. Uh, yeah, Coco. Okay, and then that brings us to the conclusion of the draw uh, with Caroline Wozniacki living right at the bottom and Agar Advanska, who's one of, again... Uh, a favorite player for many for, for the style she brings to the coach. Uh, she had a good week. Uh, she she was away from in, I think because of the injury. Uh, how, how far? Uh, how impressed are you with her return to form? And uh, you think she can do some damage here? At least live up to her seating and uh, keep the date with Wozniacki and Petra Martic is there. So Lucy Safarova. This is kind of an interesting section as well. Um, yeah, I was impressed, kind of surprised. And I think um, Aga was surprised from what I read in her press conferences um, about uh, making the semis. Um, I was impressed. She obviously loves the grass. Um, I would have her coming through the third round uh, to the third round. Um, she plays Elena Gabriella Roos in the first round, who is a Romanian qualifier. I have to admit, I don't know a great deal um, about her. Um, but any any qualifier is, is always dangerous having kind of uh, won three matches, so um, I would expect I would expect uh, Red Vinesky to come through. Um, then she played Bondarenko or Shafarshava. Um, I'm a big Lucy fan. Um, I think uh, is it, if it was to be Aga and Lucy, I think that's a tough match for Lucy. I would uh, taking my biasness aside, I would I would have uh, Red Vinesky coming through. Um, and then in the bottom middle section, Vojnacki is currently playing as we. So we do this. She's in the Eastbourne final. Uh, she's uh, currently a setup against uh, Zabalenka. Uh, she's looked really good in Eastbourne. She's had a really tough draw, um, and she's come through it well. Uh, she saved a match point uh, against Kerber to make the final. It was a cracking match point. Go, definitely go and find that match point. It was a great save. Um, she opens against Vavara Lepchenko. Um, don't see too 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 much danger in that first round match. And then she could play Petra Martic or Ekaterina Makarova. Um, that's a really interesting first-round match. Two really competent players. Um, Makarova hasn't looked great on grass this year. I don't think she's won a match, but um, she's definitely she's definitely got it on grass. So it'll be interesting to see if she um, if she can come good here. But um, I really like Petra Martic. Um, love her game. Um, so I'd actually have Martic. Um, that match, and I, I have gone for a Rydvanska Vozniaki. Yeah, and uh, who's playing Kokovandu in the round of 16 if we want to wrap uh, up the section? Yeah, I've, I've gone for Vozniaki. I think she's looked good in Eastbourne. So we have Vozniaki and uh, Kokovandu there? 
and Serena Williams and mm-hmm. uh, Peace. So let's plant our quarterfinalists. No, this this is the moment I'm dreading. I'm really struggling with this, but um, so Bojack and Vandewey actually played in the fourth round of Wimbledon last year, and Coco won. Uh, I'm going to go for Wozniacki this time. I feel like, I, th- I think she's playing well and just a little bit of uncertainty with Van der Wey. Um So I've got Wozniacki to the quarters. Um, Serena Madison, I've really struggled with kind of trying to pick a winner here. I actually I quite liked Keys, but um, um, I just I just can't write off Serena. It's so difficult to write off Serena. Yeah, not many can. I mean, so you're not alone. <laughs> it's so difficult. I... I yeah, I think it has has to be Serena. Okay, so we have Serena and first time Wimbledon quarterfinalist Karen Wojniacki. So we have the last state here, James, and uh, let's quickly do the easy part now. Who you know who wins this thing? So <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. It's not uh, easy. <laughs> right at the top, uh, we have uh, Conta and Petra Kvitova. Uh, who is your semi-finalist from that? Uh, I've gone uh, Kvit- uh, Kvitova. Kvitova and Kvitova is the semi-finalist. Many won't be surprised because she's coming in as a you know, red hot favorite, uh, I believe, uh, for this tournament. And uh, uh, who's going to be pairing up against her in the semis? Is it going to be Barty or is it going to be Kerber? Uh, I'm going for Barty. I'm going for Barty. All right, so that's your first Wimbledon ladies semi final locked in here by James. It's uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Kalitova and Ash Barty. And uh, let's see if he picks an all Williams semi final. Over to you. <laughs> Okay, so t- um, Venus, yeah, I, I, I think Venus got a really good draw. Um, oh, yeah, I think Venus Serena. Yeah, I'm gonna go Venus Serena. So that's uh, another blockbuster, you know, encounter of the the Williams sisters. So that's that's your pick. And who's contesting for the Wimbledon Trophy? Um, so my final would be Kavitova and Serena Williams. Uh, is this the? I think this is the final we all want in in a lot of ways because. Uh, Serena is always such a force, you know, such a standard to measure against. No disrespect to Venus, uh, but you know, this is you know, Serena. Mm-hmm. I think rightfully, if she wins, a lot of people will feel she's reclaimed what was hers. But uh, it's still got to be earned. So if Serena is in the finals against Petra, uh, we can say again, you know, not given the form, but just the the best player in the last so decade or so, and then uh, the best grass court player this year. So that that'll be a great. Great final. Uh, break break, break that down for us. And it's going to be th- two sets, three sets. Who's going to be uh, standing at the end, lifting the trophy? Um, so I've gone for Petra as my champion. Um, phew, no idea about the, <laughs> no idea about how it would, how it would pan out. Um, but I have gone for Petra. Um, I guess three sets. Who knows? It's, it's so far into the future. Um, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to go for Petra. Uh, that's a fun for doing this. So yeah, that'll that'll be a great match, regardless, you know, regardless of who wins. And if Petra does beat Serena, that's gonna just you know solidify her Wimbledon status forever. I mean, she's already a Wimbledon, I think, great has won it twice, but beating Serena Williams on these lawns, I mean, that's just a whole new level. So thanks, Jim, for you know picking the draw. <laughs>